In today's episode, we are discussing entering into the season of Advent, how to make our Advent more quiet, more peaceful, but most importantly, Christ-centered. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to Life Beyond the Chariot, a faith and family series from the St. Philip Institute. We believe we are called to not only know, but also to live the truth of the gospel within our homes, in our workplaces, and beyond. We believe we are invited to encounter Christ in the messiness of day-to-day life and to live as his disciples. Welcome back. Um, We are quickly moving towards Advent, and we'll have an Advent preparation-themed episode for you today. Um, But first, we wanted to tell you about our Advent reading program that we're going to do this year um, with our Facebook group, or really whoever wants to join us. So, Mickey, can you tell us more? Yeah, absolutely. I know Advent for me is a time where I'm like, okay, I'm really going to get serious about growing spiritually, and I get really excited. Um, I think this is the second year we've done an Advent book study. So this year it's um, we're using Habits for Holiness uh, by Father Mark Mary Ames, and he gives very good practical advice about really progressing spiritually. Because I think sometimes in the messiness of life we're like, okay, how can I further? What's the next step I can take? And so I'm really excited about this program. We are going to have in the show notes where you can register for the program. There is a reading schedule, a little reflection book, uh, and then our upcoming podcast episodes will be discussing the content in this book. So we hope that you can join us. I think it's going to be beneficial um, and I'm just excited to yeah. be going with it. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be great. And it's just a good way to wrap up the year and head towards the new year um, mm-hmm. and just having a really good foundation. So please check that out. Uh, again, in the show notes, we've got the registration. You'll get an email from us. And then, yeah, the next four episodes, we'll focus on Habits for Holiness. We'll yeah. break that apart. So exciting. Um, so today, uh, you you found a really great article from Blessed Is She um, talking about preparing for Advent now. Because um, I know for me, preparing for Advent, Advent is like two days before. <laughs> I think, oh, did I Amazon Prime my Advent candles? And <laughs> right. this year, praise be to God, I ordered them already. Look so, at you. This is so, so they're good. on the way. And we even got a new Advent wreath, too. So I'm, I'm prepared in that aspect. But Advent is such a busy time of year, mm-hmm. too, or it can be. Um, so like in the midst of going through the Advent season, there have been years where I'm like, did I really prepare my heart for the coming of Jesus? Um, yeah. and, uh, and then all of a sudden it's Christmas and then it's the new year and then we're just going back into the, the regular cycle. So I really liked how this article provided really practical advice on how to prepare now instead of during. Right, right. And just to make that, and the whole point is to make your Advent experience more peaceful, um, more quiet. Um, because I, and I know for me, I tend to have this internal struggle between like the spiritual part of Advent, but also the worldly aspect of Advent. And um, I don't think that I can say with confidence that we've had like a peaceful Advent or that it's been stress-free and that I really feel like I have dove into Advent in a proper disposition Mm -hmm. and really prepared myself and my family. It just seems a little chaotic almost all the time because I'm a last minute planner. 
no, I'm not a last minute planner. <laughs> I'm a last minute doer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, no, I really like the points that she made. So we're going to, we'll post this article mm-hmm. um, in the show notes too, but we're just going to go through some of the things that she talks about and, um, yeah, talk about past Lent or past Advent and then what we hope for future for Advent. Advent. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, this article is on blessedisshe.net and it's by Sarah Dom. Um, very great very great article. So the first one that she says is to center on Christ and specifically by using things like Lexio Divina, um, to meditate on mysteries of the rosary and to find maybe one or two days during the week to attend mass, which I really like, like those are very doable yeah. things. Yeah. And one of the things Lexio Divina is one of my favorite ways to, um, pray with the scripture, which I'm also going to plug our habits for Holiness program, is that something that we've included in the little reflection booklet that you get when you register, um, is it goes through the Sunday Gospels, a Mm. place where you can do Lexio. You don't have to do it necessarily with the Sunday Gospels, but I think it's just so great. And, you know, when you talk about Mass, that that is something, because there's evening Masses, there's noon Masses, there's morning Masses, like so many. uh, And so that's one of the things that I would love to include in in our advent with or without kids yeah Um, yeah. so we'll see how that works (laughs) absolutely absolutely and i guess just to ask mickey is there a passage that you really like to reflect on during the advent season oh man i am uh, i'm just a huge fan of the annunciation Mm. there is a lot um just with our family and if you've ever seen past podcasts we did one on the annunciation and like the personal significance it had for Mm. my husband and i with the adoption of our first child um, I just love that though. I love um, meditating on the Annunciation. You know, you had the Jewish people who had been waiting for thousands of years for the coming of the Messiah, and and then in that moment, like it has been revealed that now is the time. Mm. Uh, now is the time that what we have been waiting for is is going to come to fulfillment, and the joy that exists in that. But also, I would assume like the well, maybe there was an anxiety, uh, but like, what is this going to look like? Mm, like um, mm-hmm. the anticipatory kind of emotions of like, okay, so it's happening and the joy in that, but also, but how is it also going to play out? Yeah. Um, what's it going to be like? And I like to think about it from all different perspectives. Like some years I've been really focused on like what, how Joseph reacted to the mm. news, um, Mary's response to the news, um, what it would have been like to have that announcement. And so I would, that's what my, my favorite. I love it. Yeah. I love it. No, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I like that um, she mentioned um, finding one or two days during the week to go to daily mass. And I know that that's not possible for everyone, you know, based on um, work schedules and things like that. Sometimes I feel like I don't really have a, an excuse to not go to mass because we're here in the chancery. Bishop Strickland, when he's here, he'll celebrate mass at noon here in the chancery. So I try to go to at least one of those. But right next door to the chancery, um, we've got a new or 1205 mass. But I guess just to, to invite everyone to really look at your schedule. And while it may not fit naturally, like are there things that you can change around to just make maybe one more one more daily mass um, during the week, or if there's a Saturday morning mass even in your area. Um, I think that's one really beautiful thing about uh, the Diocese of Tyler. It just always felt like we have really good access to the sacraments, yeah. which is really beautiful. Absolutely, and I know that there might be people who are like, I just can't physically get to one. Well, now um, 
and I guess this was a blessing of COVID is so many churches went to like live streaming of masses, mm-hmm. which I know is not the same because mm-hmm. you're not receiving right. Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. But um, I'm always a big fan of the next best step. Like what is the next step I could take? Um, and so if you're like, yeah, mass, but you can't physically make it for whatever reason, um, can you watch it online? Yeah, You know, just yeah. to add that extra um, focus and being intentional about trying to add this. And then who knows after you do it a while on virtu- virtually you'd be like, okay, I can do this. Um, you know, like physically go or whatever, yeah. but yeah. And I, just to mention again, like these are suggestions of things of ways to prepare for Advent right now. And I know when this episode comes out, Advent will be just around the corner, um, just by a few days, but even just looking at those few days before, like these are the types of things that we can do to settle ourselves or to just quiet ourselves and then to continue these habits right. moving into into the Advent season. So the second thing she mentions is stay rooted in tradition. I know this is the one that I think, especially as Catholic moms, is like, we got to do all the things. <laughs> we got to do the Jesse tree. We got to do the Advent wreath or the Advent calendar. Um, and then you end up doing nothing or yeah. it's just very chaotic or just, I guess just speaking from personal experience. But I, I love that she she's like, let's come up with a simple plan. Like yeah. Advent wreath, prep that. Um, pick two or three favorite feast days to celebrate. So are you going to celebrate the Feast of St. Nicholas on, is it December 6th? Yes. December 6th. <laughs> um, so maybe order your gold coins ahead of time or however, if you do oranges or yeah, whatever, whatever you do, candy, whatever it is, make sure the shoes are out um, and really only consider what is most meaningful to you personally or as a family. You don't have to do all of the things and that I just really appreciated hearing that message. Yeah. Cause I think too, I get really excited about new ideas or things that mm. are really creative. You are an ideas person. I am an ideas person, but then I try to implement like 10 ideas and they all fall flat, you know, but then there's so many, like, um, I think as moms, it's hard cause we may look and like, how can I make Advent more like expert, like, um, real to my, my kids, depending on the age mm. and, how can they experience it in a in a deeper way than mm. maybe we did last year? And it's great that there's so many creative moms, but at the same time, it's like, oh, can I do that? So for me, it's hard to, I strive for these things that are look really great online. And you're like, wow, that's amazing. But then, you know. No, no, I understand. It's sort of like those Pinterest fails. This is how sometimes <laughs> I feel like my advent is, right? It's like, you try something on Pinterest that looks really great, and then they have all these pictures of like Pinterest fails, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. I'm like, that's so me. Um, but we have kind of narrowed it down to sort of three things that we have been doing as a family that the kids have really latched mm. onto. And so I'm like, okay. So my goal has been to sort of perfect those things mm-hmm. um, and to grow in those things because we don't, we struggle doing them every single yeah. day, but for the most part, we've been consistent. Yeah. Can you share things. what those three yeah. things are? Yeah, so the first one is just the Advent wreath. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to have some sort of booklet or like what that I know what prayers we're gonna say. Nice. And it can be something as simple as like you light the candle and you just say, come Lord Jesus. Mm. You know, especially if you have little ones mm-hmm. and it's hard to get them all to sit down for this reading and this prayer. And so I just think simplifying that, but, uh, but yeah, we do the Advent wreath at dinner. And then one of the things we've connected to that is what we call our Advent prayer chain. Mm. And so um, I spend some time cutting just strips of pink and purple um, 
construction paper. And then when we light our advent candle, we pass out the little slips of paper and then we write someone we want to pray for. Mm. And then we chain that together. And then we start putting that chain around our tree. So it's oh, our advent nice. tree. And then when Advent's over, we take the chain down and then we put up the Christmas decorations. Nice. And so that's something that the kids have really Aww. liked. I love the tree and I like to have it up. And so um, part of it was selfishly like, how can I still keep the tree up without feeling like we're entering into Christmas too early? So it's our <laughs> Advent tree. I love it. Uh, and so the kids have really enjoyed that. Um, and the last one is the, the Jesse tree. Nice. Um, because like so Davina has been transformative in my life. I've wanted to introduce my stu- my kids to scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll read a story, you know, um, that goes along with the Jesse tree. And then they color like paper ornaments. Yeah. So they're coloring what I'm reading. And then and then we hang that on our advent oh, tree. I love that. Oh, and I love that it's just very practical and, and easy to do. And if you're preparing for it ahead of time, <laughs> that that is easy to implement or easier to implement. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote an article for the Catholic East Texas, and it was specifically talking about like how do you enter into the advent season with your spouse or like how can you get the mm-hmm. most out of advent? with your spouse and one of the things that, that I mentioned in there was like keep it remember to kiss K-I-S-S keep it super simple or keep it simple stupid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom taught me that but just keep it super simple because when we try to do like all of these different mm-hmm. things like what is one way that we're going to grow spiritually this advent as a family as a couple as individuals um, because there is there's beauty and simplicity and mm-hmm. I think we live in a culture that's like it's Christmas you gotta do all the things yeah yeah. And there is a, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's just like as a mom, I feel that pressure or as a Catholic mom, um, because there is, there's so many resources, which is great. Like yeah. you can do so many different devotions, um, or activities with your children. I'm not super crafty. Um, I'm not the Joanna Gaines of, of Catholic I want to be, so, I know. Right. <laughs> so like even just like decorating for, for Christmas, there's like a pressure there, but to stay rooted in tradition, to, to remember what matters, like, mm-hmm. For us, Advent wreath is going to be a big thing for us this year. I think we're going to try that, um, making a chain. I think we could actually do that this year. Um, But yeah, our kids are, our youngest is almost two. So I feel like we're kind of entering into a season now where it's like, okay, everybody could participate in something. This would be really (laughs) good. So awesome. The next one that Sarah mentions is tackle to do's. This was my favorite. I loved this one. so much and it's what inspired me to order my advent wreath ahead of time <laughs> this is a big one so a lot of times we do our christmas to-dos during advent mm-hmm. and it can be really chaotic especially the closer and closer that we get to to christmas and advent can become just about a to-do list instead of preparing our hearts and minds for for the coming of christ so she says, this year, let's try something new from now until the first Sunday of Advent, which I know isn't a lot of time when you're hearing this episode, <laughs> but um, let's try to tackle most, um, if not all, of our um, Christmas to do. So ordering Christmas cards, updating our address list, if that is what you do, if you don't do Christmas cards, that's we, okay. <laughs> we don't. We've we, tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, buying stamps and wrapping paper. That, yeah, tape. And tape. That's what I was going to, oh my gosh, that's so funny because it's normally like two days before Christmas and I'm like finally going to wrap all these Christmas things. Christmas Eve, Mickey. Oh, Christmas Eve. I'm looking for tape, tape. and scissors. <laughs> yes. Probably have 20 scissors and rolls of tape in the house, but yeah. Christmas Eve. 
That's so funny. That's the tape. Get the tape. tape. Get the tape now, people. Um, she mentions making, uh, making and freezing cookie dough. If that's your job, I already buy it frozen. Does that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then finish Christmas shopping before Thanksgiving. I'm not sure how likely that is for for our family, but I think we're trying to really just mm-hmm. think through like what are we actually going to do, um, and not trying to add things on at the last minute as yeah. enticing as Amazon Prime is. Right. So, yeah. Anything else you want to add for? Yeah. For that one? No, I thought that was great because I, like I said, planning is not something that I'm super great at. Or just looking like what are those things I'm going to need, um, and usually it's like oh I'm wrapping. I'm like oh man I need tape. And then it becomes this 30-minute thing where I'm like, I have to go to the store, get tape, come back. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, no, that was my favorite because it's very – these things I wouldn't have thought about. Yeah. Like, get yeah. your wrapping paper early. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess this kind of ties into the next one about stewarding your schedule. Mm, that's um, so good. And thinking about, like, what actually – what actually matters. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to another podcast um, called The Lazy Genius. I think it's Kendra Adachi. It's not a Catholic podcast, but I just really like the practical. And a couple of months ago, she had an episode about um, like how to get ready for the holiday season before it even starts. So between Halloween and the end of the year, there's it's it can be a really chaotic time. But to just really define, like, what is it that our family wants to do? Like, mm-hmm. are we going to order the matching pajamas for Christmas? <laughs> then maybe we should order them ahead of time. Or are we going to go see Christmas lights? Like, I think here in Tyler, we've got Santa Land. And yeah. it's the we drive-thru. just drove by it. It's oh, already it's up. It's so cool. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, but, like, putting that on the calendar and deciding, like, okay, yeah. when are we going to do those types of fun activities so it's not kind of a we're constantly on the go and really yeah. being protective of our time. Um, but here Sarah says, um, let's consider a few helpful reminders when we're stewarding our advent schedule. One, we don't have to do it all. Mm -hmm. Focus on what is necessary, not what feels impossible. You don't want to do Christmas cookies for all of your family and friends. That's okay. You don't have to do Christmas (laughs) cookies for everybody. That's fine. You don't want to do a Jesse tree this year. That's fine. You don't have to do a Jesse tree. Yeah. Um, do what will support our decision to have a quiet and prayerful advent and create a space for wonder and awe, coziness and togetherness. And one of the things that came to mind um, with this for me was like really creating a space in our home that is reflective of like what we're trying to to accomplish. So like our toy area right now in the house, which is the way our house is designed, like the toy and the living room area just kind of collide in this beautiful mess. Um, but even the kids have sensed like, we need to get rid of some stuff, like yeah. a lot of stuff. And people have been very generous or family members have been very generous, but making the space reflective of like what we um, want to foster. Um, I know this is kind of creeping into the next one, but um but yeah, just looking at our, our schedules, looking at like what we're doing and creating that environment of, of peace. Yeah, I um, was a huge fan of when she said, do what will support our decision mm. to have a quiet and prayerful advent. Mm. And I think sometimes around the holidays, we can get so tied up into the, the way things have always been done. Yeah. Either by our point. own family or extended family or friends. Um that it's almost as if we go in, or I'll, I'll speak for myself, it's almost as if I go into this time as just expecting that, well, we've always done it this way. Yeah. And not really reevaluating, like... Did that bring us peace? Did that bring us peace? Yeah. Um, or um, maybe it's not a bad thing, or mm-hmm. it was, like, not peaceful, but is there something else, a way that 
us as our immediate family, because we talked about the domestic church. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we allow things to come into that, um, either by how other people will think, if we don't participate yeah. in something we've always done, yeah. or um, or if we just bake a, break a tradition that we've done in the past because we see that, oh, we could do something differently. Yeah. And to not be scared of that, which it can be fearful of like not doing what has always been done, um, but to just, just to be intentional about, okay, every decision, every party that you're invited mm, to, mm-hmm. um, and like bring that to prayer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, other events or whatever. So I feel like I'm rambling right now, but I think just, again, being the steward of your schedule and looking at those things and not ha- realizing not having to do it only because it's been an expectation or something that you've always done. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a really good point. Really good point. I think that ties in well with the next one on simplifying your decor. Um, she says, if we desire for all to be calm in our souls and in the schedules this Advent, we need that same quiet, restful, prayerful theme to be reflected in our living spaces. So keep Christmas decor simple this year. So displaying a nativity scene, waiting to decorate the Christmas tree until Gaudete Sunday, um, avoid too many Christmas notches, um, which can color clutter our spaces, minds and hearts. Um, incorporate seasonal touches that can remain throughout the winter, such as cozy blankets and throw pillows. <laughs> I support that. Um, quiet instrumental or sacred music, candles, um, cinnamon, orange, and clove scents, which sounds lovely. Again, I am not Joanna Gaines, so or Ronna Egan, who we've had on the podcast <laughs> before. Yes. Um, but yeah, this idea of simplicity, like it does mm-hmm. as much as I would love to have like Christmas lights all over our house on on the outside or to have, um, I want, I really wanted to get like matching stockings for everybody or like the, the customized ones yeah. with your names on them. And I always wait until the last minute to order them, but that's okay. Like we have, <laughs> we've got the basics. Um, but yeah, just that environment that, that does make a difference. Yeah, it does. And, um, one of the things, cause I am, I love the sites. Um, I love to bring out all of the garland that we've bought over the years. And I just love to decorate, but realizing that, okay, I can keep it, keep it simple because I love like my favorite thing on the face of the planet, besides my family and Jesus, of course, um, is lights. I love looking at Christmas lights. I could do that every day of the week for hours. And I like my home to be that. I like to sit mm-hmm. on my couch, look at the lights. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this um, uh, thing that we plug our lights that are on their tree and it will play music and the lights blink. Oh, and I nice. just, I love it. It's my favorite. But I tend to fall on the side of like, let's let's bring out all the things, all, all of the, the decorations. I hate putting them out, but I want them out of my home, yeah. you know. Uh, but but yeah, I love the idea of keeping it simple, but also bringing things in that I've never done before. Like I've never done like potpourri or just having some sort of like nice smell. Yeah. Um, or even having just like sacred music playing. Yeah. Um, you can you could probably find all kinds of like playlists of Advent like mm-hmm. there's Catholic a Spotify yeah, yeah there's a Spotify playlist that I think Haley Stewart from Carrots for Michaelmas um she's a Catholic writer um I think she has like a whole playlist of Advent music if you're not if you're not gonna do the Christmas music yeah <laughs> no that's awesome I'm gonna have to do that because I um I love the idea of it so now hopefully I'll have some time to plan um, and get that together because I, I think it. our kids they like 
they soak those things up, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is that they're experiencing, because they pick up on our vibe. Yeah, um, And so our efforts to make it just warm and welcoming, mm-hmm. um, these are just things that I think would make a huge difference. Yeah, in our home. and we were talking before we recorded just about like smell. I mean, we talk about smells and bells, but the smells and the sounds of the liturgical year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like their kids will really pick up on yeah. on things like that. Like it's a real gift that we yep. can give them. So beautiful. And get those blankets <laughs> and throw pillows. I need to go shopping. <laughs> so the last one, probably one of the most important is mm-hmm. practicing penance. Um, the penitential aspect of Advent, she says, um, has been somewhat forgotten, but a few liturgical customs remain at <laughs> that point at the anticipatory penance penitence of advent for one the color of violet symbolizes penance and preparation Mm -hmm. and we don't do things like sing the gloria um, during advent and so um doing things as we're like trying to create this this quiet space she she mentions some very practical things that we can do go to confession once or twice before christmas i'm sure for a lot of parishes they'll be announcing over the next few weeks like when will their advent penance services be um or just like really making that a priority because i know it's it's really frustrating when you don't get a chance to go to confession and you're trying to scramble and it's stressful trying to make sure you can get to confession before uh before christmas day um so yeah just going ahead and marking that on your calendar the next one is a big one fast from social media Mm. and i've kind of sensed that even just in myself um like this need to kind of pull away from Facebook or whatever, because it's just so easy to just mindlessly scroll yeah, um, and kind of zone out in the stress of the season or just like wanting to relax. But really, and maybe we could do an episode on that someday. Like what is what does rest look like? Yeah. Because sitting on the couch and just scrolling through your phone is actually not a restful yeah. activity for your mind. Um, she talks about abstaining from Christmas cookies. What? Oh, so <laughs> abstaining from Christmas cookies, peppermint mochas, and other treats. Man, yeah, probably that makes sense. And then look yeah. into ab- abiding the Ember Days. I know that's something that Bishop Strickland um, mm-hmm. had promoted um, yeah. throughout the year because Ember Days come up multiple times. Yeah, throughout four the year, times right? a year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I shouldn't. I should know exactly when they are, but they follow like certain feast days in the church, ah, okay. but. There's one in like basically each season. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been really bad at at uh, doing this. Although this the last one that we did, I was like, okay, I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna enter into this Ember Day, and I fasted on the wrong day. Oh. So I was like, I hope it's still. <laughs> it didn't go it's to like, waste. It's three days. It's yeah, three days. Okay. Um, it's like a Wednesday, a Friday, and Saturday. Ah, and okay. I I. Um, was doing it on Thursday. So I was like abstaining from all these things. And for some reason it just happened to me when there was all kinds of goodies. And I'm like, oh. and come to realize it wasn't even. It's okay. It made the sacrifice <laughs> even more, even more effective. No, that's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, maybe we can even, as it gets closer, maybe post some stuff yeah. about, about the Ember days and how to, when they are and then, and what we can do for that. But nice. Yeah, I do. I I do think a lot of times when we think about Advent, we don't think about penitential. Yeah. And so I love, um, I love the idea of this. Um, and, you know, I know for some people who are like, I just need to go to confession, but there's also some people who are really hesitant and maybe they mm. haven't been in years. Yeah. So if that rings true for you, just go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if that's the only thing that all of these other ideas that we've talked about, if that's the only thing that you do, man, 
the peace that will occupy your soul mm. after confession. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if it's if you've had any hesitancy, now's the time. Yes, right? amen. So just do it. Amen. No, I think I think this it's just all these things are such a great foundation to preparing for Advent ahead of time. And even if like you're listening to this episode the day before. <laughs> Advent begins, like to even just take a moment to think about like, okay, what is it that matters over the next four weeks? Like, how am I preparing for the coming of Jesus um, in this coming year? And we've had other episodes on Advent. We can put those links in the, the show notes. But like you said, Mickey, like to just think about like, well, what is the one thing? And if that one thing is going to confession, amazing. Yeah. If you happen to commit to praying one one particular prayer, whether that's the rosary or a Hail Mary or an Our Father every day during Lent, Advent, yeah. excuse me, um, then that's that's a very effective thing. Uh, but to yeah, just to make space, I, I feel like that's the big uh, message of Advent is how are you going to create space internally and externally for um, for the coming of Jesus and Advent such a beautiful time to, to yeah. do that. Yeah. So I'm glad to have the rest of the day to uh, start trying to plan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me look at my calendar tonight. So thank y'all so much for, for listening. Um, as Mickey said in the beginning, we're reading Habits for Holiness this Advent. Um, and in the show notes, we'll have the link to register for uh, the reading program. You just give us your email address and then you'll get the reading plan, the schedule, mm-hmm. and um, a beautiful study guide that Mickey put together um, to kind of accompany the book. And we encourage you to, if you have like a small faith community or a mom's Bible study or women's group, or if there's any men listening, you can have a group too uh, and go through go through the book over the, the next uh, coming weeks. So visit um, stphilipinstitute.org just to kind of see all of the different resources um, that we have available right now, some exciting things coming in the the new year yeah yeah excited to do the advent journey with everybody yep i'm looking forward to it sweet sweet all right well you want to close with prayer do you want to close with prayer you do such a great job deanna (laughs) i'm gonna pass it on to you all right fine (laughs) in the name of the father and the son of the holy spirit amen good and gracious god thank you for the gift of our faith thank you for the gift of the advent season Lord, as we prepare our hearts and minds to enter into this time of uh, just anticipating the coming of our our Lord, we ask that you help us to make you a priority, that you help us to quiet our minds and our hearts, and that we can make those things a priority that really come from you. Um, Help us to just make space. Um, We love you. Help us to love and to serve you more. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.